The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 139 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simon Air Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a heartbreaker in overtime to the Dallas Mavericks. And it went to overtime, but the Mavericks dominated in that overtime uh, period. So Spurs came up short by a score of 137 to 128. Drew, what were your thoughts about this game? Yeah, rough game. I really thought we had a chance here with the Mavs having all these injuries, but we came up a bit short. It was a good game to watch, though, but didn't play good in overtime, and they absolutely had a great overtime, which got the Mavs to win. And the Mavs had four guys with 20-plus points, and that's what got them to win. So that that's my thoughts. Yeah, I really liked the, the play at the end of uh, regulation that sent it to overtime. The Spurs, it was kind of a stroke of luck luck for us to even get it to overtime but the Mavericks tried to inbound and they threw a deep pass from the sideline from you know from right in front of their bench all across out of bounds which gave the Spurs the ball right there love the play call by Pop love the execution from Malachi to Keldon that alley-oop that sent it to overtime was to me one of the plays of the year but uh and unfortunately in overtime we didn't carry that momentum with us and we came up short we had a Malachi interview, but it kind of uh, post game. I'll just kind of briefly say, you know, he thought the game was a great learning experience, and that the basketball guys just didn't look down on them in overtime. But uh, Malachi had a great interview. But now we're going to do our Tankathon segment. And Drew, let me dial up the Tankathon and see where we land tonight. Right now, the Spurs sit with a third worst record overall, which puts them at the highest possible lottery odds for getting the number one overall pick. And we'll see where we land in this one. And tonight, the Spurs land with the number five pick. Number five pick tonight. Drew, who do you think the Spurs are getting if we land at number five? Oh, that is a very good question. But I think for sure at number five, I think we go with Alzir Thompson at the number five spot. He's been killing it for the overtime elite, and I think he'll be a good shooter and score for the San Antonio Spurs and a great defender. So who do you think we would get? Yeah, I actually agree with you. I think Alzir Thompson is the guy right there. I think he's out of the Thompson brothers, he's a little better defender from all accounts and maybe a little better shooter as well. But, uh, you know, that's kind of his – his deal, his uh, averages this year, 16.3 points, 6.9 boards, 6.1 assist, 2.7 steals. So, Oscar Thompson is uh, definitely a solid consolation prize. And in his last game, uh, that last game to date with the overtime elite, he had 17 points, 9 assists, and 6 boards, and uh, but didn't hit a single three-pointer in that one, but... Uh, Anyway, yeah, that'd be a good pick for the Spurs, and that's our Tankathon segment for tonight. All right, let's get to the top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two players from this game? Yeah, for my number one on the top two, I had to go with Keldon Dodds, who had a really good game, really carrying the Spurs team. He had 27 points, 
eight rebounds, shooting 11 of 25 from the field and three of eight from the field in 30 minutes. He was really the only true starter out there. I guess you could say Trey Jones, but Kelton Johnson really, really played a good game with all those guys out. So he's my number one. My second on the top two, I went with Romeo Langford. He makes his first appearance in a long time, but I think he deserved it on this one. He had 17 points, four rebounds, while shooting five of ten from the field and one of one from the three-point line in 21 minutes. So those are my top two. Let's hear who you have. Yeah, Romeo had a good night, and uh, I really liked his wide-open three-pointer as well. That was good. So uh, you had Keldon and Romeo. I had a different number one. I had Malachi Branham off the bench coming in hot. He had 20 points on two of three three-point shooting, but also had five rebounds, chipped in a couple assists, but he was 8 of 12 shooting overall. So I really liked Malachi Branham's game. That was uh, really his best outing since we saw him get dropped in that Sunday game with the shoulder injury. But even him sitting down in his press conference sounded like an old man, not a 19-year-old. So you can tell these guys and the number of games they've played this season are far and away more than they've ever played in their lives. But Malachi is my number one. And then I also had Keldon. He was my number two, uh, just a 27 points, eight boards. I really liked his game and uh, Keldon's passion right out of the gates. His first bucket of the game, I loved it. He got uh, he had one of his patented yells. Ah! And uh, anyway... That's why Keldon and uh, Malachi were my top two, plus the aforementioned alley-oop that I talk about that sent it to overtime. All right, Drew, who were your bottom two? Yeah, for my number one on the bottom two, I'm going to go with Gorgie Jing. He's struggling this one with two points only, shooting one of five from the field and 0 of two from the three-point line in 16 minutes. So he makes it as my number one. My second on the bottom two, I'm going to go with Mama Scrovini as my number two on the bottom two. Not a very bad game, but I still had goals in 10 points, shooting 4 of 13 for the field and 2 of 7 for the three-point line. A bad shooting night is what got him on my bottom two. You know, it's crazy because uh, Drew and I didn't meet about this before the show, so we were going to surprise each other with our uh, top two, bottom two this episode. But uh, I also had Gorgie and Sandro as a one and two. Um, just same same reasons. Uh Mamu, Mamu had four of thirteen shooting and just wasn't his best night overall. But he did get the starting nod for the Spurs, so that was kind of nice to see him have get that experience. Um, but uh, yeah, it just didn't didn't really go too well for him. And uh, you know, I know we didn't have Jeremy Sohan in this one, so that gave him the opportunity to start. And anyway, good to see him get minutes. All right, now it's time for our question of the day. And uh, after I ask this question, I know the right answer, but uh, I'm going to see, Drew, if you can give me a guess as to the month and year this one happened. So listen closely. This question comes from Mark in Alvarado, Texas. Mark's question was, I remember when we used to beat up on the Mavericks. Seems like we haven't beat them in quite a while. Do you know when the last time we beat the Dallas Mavericks were? Drew, just take a guess. I know the number, but I just want to see what your thoughts are. Uh, the last time we beat the Dallas Mavericks, I'm pretty sure it was in 2020, but I don't know the year, the month, but I'm pretty sure it was in 2020. Okay, well, Drew went back a little bit farther on his guess. It was actually April 11th, 2021, when the Spurs beat the Mavericks by a score of 119 to 117. So that's the last time we've beat them with, uh, Luca, who Luca didn't even play against us, but, uh, um, 
last night, but he did play in this game, and the Spurs did get the win. DeMar DeRozan had 33 points and 8 assists, and DeJounte Murray had 25 points in that one as the Spurs narrowly edged Dallas Mavericks uh, 119 to 117. And that's not a this day in Spurs history. I was just answering the question. So we're going to move to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you have for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take back to March 15th, 2015, where the Spurs dominated the Minnesota Timberwolves 123-97. to This is when the Spurs were really, really good, and the Timberwolves are very, very bad, well, the worst teams ever, but recovering from the trade from Kevin Garnett, I guess. But my number one on the top two, I mean, the leading scorer in this game was Kawhi Leonard. He had 15 points, six rebounds in 25 minutes. I had Tony Parker with 11 points, eight assists. Tim Duncan had 10 points, six rebounds, six assists. Tiago Splitter had 12 points, five rebounds. And Danny Green had three points. All five starters had double figures. We had three off the bench. Marco Bellinelli had 13 points. Monty Ginobili had 11. And Corey Joseph had 10 points. Everybody was sharing the ball that night, which had eight players in double figures. That is amazing. So that is this day in Spurs history. All right. Thanks for that one, Drew. And did you see the recent uh, quote that Popovich had about uh, Jeremy Sohan? No, I did not. He was talking about how his uh, heart and effort is very similar to Manu Ginobili. So that's kind of a cool comparison that Pop gave us. Yep. All right, now it's time to preview our upcoming game. And this one is going to be Friday night. The uh, Memphis Grizzlies with no John Morant are going to be coming into San Antonio to play the Spurs. Memphis comes in with a record of 41 wins, 27 losses, and the Spurs are coming into this game 18-51. and 51. Drew, what can you tell us about Memphis? Yeah, so the Memphis Grizzlies came off of a loss against the Heat, 138-119. to 119. That was not a good win, but let's see if they can bounce back. With no John Morant, I think they're significantly worse, but I do think they still have a solid squad. They have Desmond Bain, who's a really good three-point shooter. He's averaging 21 points, five rebounds, five assists. Jaron Jackson Jr., one of the best defenders in the league, is averaging 17 points, six rebounds. Dylan Brooks, who's averaging 14 points, three rebounds, two assists. I don't think he's a good shooter. He has scores a lot of points, but on very low efficiency. We have Tyus Jones, Trey Jones' brother, who's averaging 10 points, four assists. So that's my thoughts on the Grizzlies. I think it should be a close game with no drop Grant. Yeah, for sure. I think uh... – so far, Memphis has beat us three times this year. The first time was in overtime. They beat us by two points. And then they got us again by eight on uh, January 9th. And then they got us again by six on January 11th. All those included John Morant uh, in those games. So it'll be really interesting to see how this one plays out. I know out of their, uh, they just got done playing the Dallas Mavericks twice. Uh, one in Dallas and one in Memphis and beat them both. Um, so... You know, that's just kind of a tale of the tape for what you're getting with Memphis. But I liked your scouting report. Um, who's your player to go off, and what do you think the uh, score is going to be, or who do you think is going to win or be the winner? Yeah, so my player to go off is going to be Derby Sohan. I'm really excited about this game because we have Derby Sohan, Devin Sill, Keldon Johnson all playing. That doesn't happen very, very much, so I'm glad that's happening tonight. So just Sohan is my player to go off. 
And my prediction for this game, I'm going to take the Spurs to win by eight. I'm very excited for this game. What do you have? All right, good one. Well, the Vegas odds have Memphis winning, uh, or the line is Memphis by eight and a half. Um, but my player to go off, you mentioned him uh, previously, but Devin Vassell, I I think he's going to put it all together tonight. I know it's kind of been a hot cold trying to find a shot, trying to figure out his game flow, uh, but I think Devin Vassell is my player to go off. And unfortunately, I got the Grizzlies beating us for the fourth time this year. I got them winning by five points. I still think they're a really talented team. Um, even without John Morant and, you know, whenever he's there, I think they're definitely one of the top teams in the NBA, but, uh, you know, it's a big question mark whether he returns or when he returns. Uh, he's on a suspension right now and he's also in a treatment facility. So anyway, I still have Memphis winning, but, uh, Devin's my guy. That brings us to the end of this episode of the spur of the moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please, sir? Yes, thank everybody for joining us. I actually said it was episode 139, but it actually is 138. But as always, go Spurs, go!